class is back in session. It's D Hall and Dragons, a real play D&D podcast about four high school students who get sucked into a world of fantasy and magic and have to set out on a quest to find their way home, but not before they find themselves along the way. My name's Riley West and I'm this campaign's dungeon master, and here we are. We've arrived at your destination. <laughs> you have Which arrived. I I don't really know what your destination is because you guys are the ones by a dragon running this show. I mean, who, man, maybe who knows? That's where we've arrived. If you guys fuck up too much, perhaps. <laughs> no, ah! There. How dare you? Okay, so my name is Danielle Grisco, and I play Brian Tolkien, um, your resident uh, asshole. Brian's favorite food is peanut butter sandwiches. Oh my gosh! Just peanut butter? Just peanut butter. But it's and it's chunky peanut butter. Oh. The only kind. What a yeah. monster. No, it's the only kind. You gotta have some texture, otherwise it's Brian, like something no. else. He tried he tried peanut butter and jelly. Uh it just the the texture was not great for him. He tried peanut butter and bananas, um, and his mom cut the bananas too thick, so the ratio was off, so he just he decided to to resign himself. It's a shame whenever you have thick bananas. Really? Already? <laughs> You're already going there, Brandon? Already. Great, so uh, I'm Andy Dinehart, and I play Victoria Hightower. Um, I would say Victoria's favorite food is uh, Thai. She specifically uh, has a, a spot in L.A. that she goes to with her clique, and she always gets the yellow Thai curry. Uh, and probably a Thai coffee as well, is my guess. Or Vietnamese coffee, actually. She's not a picky eater. She's not. She'll She'll try anything once. She tried the fish. So yeah, uh, yellow Thai curry. All right, then. that's her favorite food. Spicy, with a kick. That's just Victoria's personality in food form. Spicy mm-hmm. with a kick. Yeah. Well, much. so are peanut butter sandwiches. So they're okay. very much Listen, a personality. <laughs> personal vendetta is kicking in. <laughs> oh dear. Um, hello, I'm uh, Jackson Pounds, and I play James Malden. <laughs> I, I I was sorry. I was forgot that for I was, a second. Uh, yeah, I, there was a gap, and I was like, last there... name. I couldn't. I couldn't. Anyway, so uh, James's favorite food, um, probably just a a, a really solid cheeseburger. Mm. Um, just very American, I guess, in that way. Yeah. Is that Applebee's? Yeah. That, Ew, no. Although I mean, I and he's never had a, a hamburger from Applebee's because they because they go there for the alcohol, not for the food. That's fair. So. That's fair. He's a child. He's a child. Well, I mean, we're all children, technically. Yeah, you can't you can't drink at Applebee's. His family goes there for the alcohol. His family, is what he's saying. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I guess it's it's Texas, so technically, like, if you're there, your parents can give you alcohol. If you're here, your family, and if you're family, you can drink. You can drink. Welcome <laughs> to Texas. I want that monogrammed on a pillow. <laughs> Uh, well, hi, I'm I'm Brandon Lindsay, and I play Cecil McNamara. And um, I mean, I feel like we all we all know his favorite food at this we point. We all know that was like your first fact was yeah, muscle milk, yeah. And it's it's very central to his character. Um, Pivotal, some might say. Yeah. But Brandon, you still have to give a fact. I mean, we already knew about the muscle milk, so yeah, you tell can't, us something I, new. I'm not letting you off easy. Sure. Um, Somebody give a number between 1 and 50. 1 and 50, go for it. 50. Oh. 50? We We've done 50. We've tried to do 53 times now. 41. 8. Wait, 41 or 8? 
Well, I don't know, Brandon, 41 or 8? Wait, actually, 41 was the one that we did last time. 8. <laughs> I thought we did 42 last uh, time. 8. Do you think you're attractive? We all know the answer to this question. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that, just... that one was just a perfect layup right there. I there propose we start a douchebag jar for Cecil <laughs> in-game. <laughs> yeah. Finally, a use for gold. I have one going out of game, so we need one in-game. Yeah, I support you in that, Andy. Thank you. Thank yes. you, Daniel. And my name's Riley Wesson. I'm this campaign dungeon master, as I said before. Um shit. What do I say? Something new. Because I think you've I think do you've you think you're attractive? before too. Do I think I'm attractive? Do you think you're attractive, Riley? That's... Oh god. No. Again, easy for you guys to say for your characters. This is me as myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brandon Brandon thinks he's pretty attractive too. That's we're fair. getting vulnerable. <laughs> I think for for a long time I didn't think I was attractive, but I think as time has gone on, I think I've I think I've realized that yeah, I, I think I'm attractive. Yes, Good. yes, you're a king. Yes, yes. Actually, I think what started that was when we were doing Hamlet, and Danielle, you like gave me a compliment on how I looked, and I was like, oh, cool, okay. And then Liz Aww. was like, Liz, our director was like, no, you fucking accept that compliment, and you you take that in, <laughs> and you accept that internally. And I was like, okay. So, yeah, okay. I'd, say I'm, I'd say I'm pretty attractive. Man. Great. So all I all I have to do is continue complimenting you and then get some nearby human to force you into accepting I'll it. I'll slowly grow canon. stronger and stronger. Well, there you go. With That's our plan day. for the rest of our friendship. That's what we're doing. <laughs> it's either just insulting each other outright or just constantly building each other up. Yeah. No so in between. Healthy. Yeah, it's just any standard gay male friendship. <laughs> 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 So, last session on D Hall and Dragons, the students arrived in Spiteful Field. Unsure of what exactly to do, they approached a stall on the street that was selling some trinkets. After buying from the old woman at the stall, she booked it out of there and the gang gave chase. Upon capturing her, they collided with a bounty hunter named Trent, who had been attacking the woman, not attacking, tracking the woman, and trying to earn the bounty on her head. The students were skeptical of Trent as they were the ones that captured her and Brian had also captured Trent in his net. After promising to split part of the bounty, Trent wrapped the woman up in his silver chain, revealing her to be a changeling, and led them back to the town's guild and introduced them to their leader, Tanner Whitlock. Tanner told them that he had some information regarding the hand, but before he could fill them in, they would need to steal something from the castle on the edge of town for him, the castle guarded by a huge silver dragon. The students agreed because the dragon had left town for a day, maybe a day and a half, according to Tanner's sources and made their way back to the van, stopping at a general store on the way so Cecil could get an herbalism kit for his experiments. They chatted a bit together before heading to bed, but not before Victoria was greeted by a mysterious voice as she drifted off to sleep. And that's where we pick up now. Um, Victoria, as you fell asleep and you heard that, um, but you didn't hear anything else the rest of the night. Um, so that just, was it? That was it. That was it. Okay, well, uh, Victoria would uh, get her sleep, and then she would be back up working on her gun. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, you guys all drift off to sleep and uh, wake up the next morning, and you're uh, free to do what you please before heading to the castle. Brian has been awake for three hours by the time everyone else wakes up. He's surrounded by torn-out pages from his notebook in which he has scrawled over the top of all the textbook writing. 
um, and is just writing down everything that he can possibly remember from the Hobbit movie and the dragon sequence. Um, and is has basically just been planning as many details as he possibly can for the last three hours before the sun came up. <laughs> Victoria, into those three hours, into about like an hour, was up and watched Brian do this and kind of just found her own space <laughs> and left <laughs> Brian alone. <laughs> Gonna avoid that. <clears throat> Brian. So why, why exactly, um, I don't know. Let's just unpack this really quick. Uh, you, hey, you're standing in my light. Can you move over, please? Yeah, yeah, uh, sure. You seem to have an issue uh, with dragons. I don't have an issue with dragons. I mean, have you ever actually encountered a dragon before? Oh, I'm sorry, Victoria. Have you ever actually encountered a dragon before? Or is it just the pills in that bottle you gave me? All right, never speaking to you again. Okay, have a great day. Goes back to writing on his pages. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mom and Dad, uh, stop fighting. <laughs> Cecil Cecil wakes up in the middle of the night groggy and sees the two of you arguing. Mom, Dad? Um. By the way, uh, Andy, I meant to tell oh. you, I think... Uh, the way we're gonna work with your with uh cleaning your trigger is yeah. Every time you clean it, I'll give you a tinkering trick, tinkering trick, tinkering check, and okay. if you pass, uh, we'll count it successful. And then once you get, I'll say seven, seven successes, seven, seven successes, uh, you'll have a a clean trigger. But again, you'll still need to find a new uh a new stock and a new barrel. Yeah. Okay. Tinker check. So uh. Roll a tinker check for me. Uh, what do I... Is it just like a DC... Add your add your intelligence. Oh, okay. 17. That passes. Amazing. So I have one... Wait, before I went to bed, can I make a second check since I'm, I'm working on it this yes. morning and yes. I worked on it? Okay. Wow, even better. Uh, 21. All right. Two passes for you. Well done. Yay, thank you. All right. So, the rest of you wake up. Good morning. Victoria has tried to boil some water or make some water in a microwave or something like that. She'll pull out like a Starbucks um, like travel coffee thing. She'll make some water in like a cup or whatever in, in like the little the little microwave we have in there. I'll take one. <laughs> or not. Or not. That's fine. I... Sorry, that's all I had. <laughs> Brian is still looking down at the papers in front of him and without even making eye contact just reaches his arm forward and gives like a, a grabbing motion towards the coffee. And Victoria just flips Brian off. <laughs> Brian's not looking. He's looking <laughs> at the papers. That's okay. Give me, give me, I, I, I give dap me, up Brian's me. hanging hand. Brian stares at his hand, wipes it on the bedspread, and then continues oh my writing. God. My hand wasn't wet. Uh, James is sitting out, you know, when you op- if you open the van, he's kind of sitting on that, that lip when you yeah. get off, and he's, and he's you know, already has his bow slung over, and, and he's just staring at the at the castle. Presumably we can see it from here, right? Yes, you can see. It's, it's okay. actually, it's on a bit of a, I wouldn't call it a mountain, but I wouldn't call it a hill, but it's, it's kind of a, an outjutting of rock, so it's hmm. pretty tall up, tall up high up so again you can kind of see it from everywhere in the town but it's definitely on a raised area 
have. Brian notices James staring out the window and passes him a, a ripped sheet of paper and just says, here, draw what you see. Uh, I was never very good at, I'll give it a shot. I, I was never good at drawing. I just, I haven't gotten around to drawing the castle yet. So just, you do that diagram. James, roll for drawing. <laughs> uh, what, what, what would I, what um, would I? Let's say add your wisdom. Sure. <laughs> he was never very an good. eight. <laughs> he was never very good at drawing. You were never great at charcoal drawings. It's kind of <laughs> it's a bit challenging for you. You get a very rough sketch of this thing. <laughs> Brian <laughs> Brian looks at the sketch that James just passed back to him and looks at James and just goes He tried and puts <laughs> it down in the pile of his notes. <laughs> but he But he's okay. Um, how early is it? Uh, at this point, it's probably about 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock? Oh, gosh. Okay. We gotta go. Yeah, are we gonna head Cats. out or what? I mean... Oh, also, Cecil, as you woke up, uh, Miko is no longer there. <gasps> That's fine. Fuck! Uh... <laughs> um... No! Cecil, no! What? Not another creature we have to take care of today. We have to get into, like, a freaking castle. Do it. Cecil. Do it. Roll for animal, my friend. No! <laughs> <laughs> In an instant, I reach into the bag and I grab out. Uh... <laughs> oh, oh no. What is it? I grab the little thing and I kind of like toss it up in the air and then wings sprout out and you see this beak appear and I'm holding a duck. <laughs> <gasps> it's so... Hi. Hi, buddy. Hi, buddy, what's your name? Also roll a d10. I, I did. It was... It, it's a regular okay, duck. Okay, regular duck. <laughs> regular duck. Um, hi, buddy. I'm gonna... I'm gonna call you Fritz. Mwah. Hi, buddy. I'd start petting my duck. This is gonna be beneficial. We just don't know it yet. And I hold him like a football. <laughs> I, I cradle he, him. He folds his wings up right in the, the crook of your arm and just kind of... Looks around at all of you. You want to say hi to Fritz? No, Victoria. I'm good. Fritz wants to say hi to you. Absolutely not. Brian, James, do you guys want to say hi to Fritz? Wait, when did that get here? <laughs> oh, I. He was in. He was in my bag. He was in your bag. That's inhumane, well, Cecil. That's like Pokemon. Also, how do you know it's a he? Yeah, why are you assuming it's gender? <laughs> <laughs> For those who can't see, Brandon lifted up his hands to simulate looking at the uh, at the duck. Um, it is a he. Look, I know animals, okay? Okay, I, I, I won't question it. I mean, you seem to know animals better than the rest of us, but... Um... James, you want to say hi to Fritz? Hi, James. Turns around from a sitting position and kind of gives a little, a little pet to Fritz. Yeah, it's a, it's a good boy. I'm very happy with this. Can you, like, communicate with the duck? I mean, yeah. Okay, if any of us, like, talk to the duck, would it understand us? Or just you? Probably just me. Mm. I mean, I... So, I guess that makes me the de facto duck translator, which I'm cool with taking that responsibility, guys. The duck whisperer. Okay. Um, No, duck translator. Duck whisperer sounds lame. Man, he's gonna put that on his work resume, isn't he? (laughs) (laughs) So if you asked the duck 
to just take yeah. a quick little fly and look-see up to the tower. Could he go look in and tell us what he sees? Fritzy, you want to be a brave little boy? What? He wants to be a brave little boy. All right, well, let's, I mean, yeah, let's, let's go try it out. Are you comfortable with flying, Fritz? You good? I mean, I know you just, like, spawned into existence. <laughs> he kind of flaps his wings. That's a pretty good little flappy sound. Um, I hold Fritz aloft, and I just sort of give him a little a little, a little, push oh into the air. And I send him on his way. You lift up Fritz, and he... <laughs> and starts flying, and flies up to the tower, and then just keeps going into the distance. Yes! <laughs> yes! Fritzy! I'm sorry, Cecil. No, it's okay. I'll get another one tomorrow. Or actually... No. <laughs> <laughs> Cecil reaches in and pulls out another ball. Oh my god. Wait, wait. <laughs> Is this one a fire-breathing duck? What's happening? You see a giant skunk show up. No! <laughs> <laughs> Brian sits up immediately, throws all of his papers into the cover of his textbook and then into his backpack and goes, time to go, and starts walking out of the van. Yep. Before the skunk can spray any of them. It's okay. It's okay. I can talk to him. I fucking have no idea what a ton of skunks makes. <laughs> Wallace. Wallace. Come here. The skunk's name is Wallace. That was inferred. You see this five foot tall skunk come lumbering over. To five Cecil. foot tall? On his hindquarters. Oh, okay. They're standing out. Jeez, that's a big skunk. Hence the term giant skunk. Great. I'd fist bump the skunk. It kind of nuzzles up against your head. We're set to go. Let's go get whatever is supposed to be in the castle. Alrighty. So you, you start lumbering off to the castle. Um,. Uh, what is y'all's what what are y'all thinking? Well, I I also had a possible thought, but I feel like Brian here has been spending some time uh, maybe coming up with some grand scheme. So, um basically, uh, the thing that that we do know is we're, we're talking about the grates, right? So we got to go in some kind of the grates and and so we do know that it's not surrounded by a moat as a typical castle, so that would therefore mean and Brian just continues to spread out words that sound scientific, but because it's about dragons and castles, it doesn't sound like all the words should go together. And by the end of it, he just says and, and somewhere in the middle it, there's a there's a portion that just is like, "Well, if there's treasure, then we do we go left because if there's a left that usually means there's some kind of antechamber going on but if there's not any treasure then we should go right what we do know is that the tower that we're looking for and then he continues to go on and on and on until he finally says and that's as far as I've gotten <clears throat> that's a lot so really quick Cecil you're a Harry Potter fan right uh, what's Harry Potter um <laughs> Great. So you know, like, the owls in Harry Potter? <clears throat> sure. I'll play along, yeah. Okay, uh, think giant owl, and then <laughs> Victoria's gonna grab some dirt from the ground and throw it in Cecil's face to see if he can turn into a giant owl. <laughs> I'm... No, I... Uh, 
useless. Can't you just turn into something that flies and go up there and just look through the window and see what's up? Like, we don't have uh, to go through the fucking sewers. We just need to look in the window. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of anything with wings. I'm trying to think of Fritz. <sighs> Fritz. Reflect um, on Fritz. A smarter Fritz. Thank you. Hit you! <laughs> No, it's not. It's not coming. It's not, oh, it's not coming to me. I, it's almost as if I, I, I just I'm not strong enough yet. Wow. <laughs> I might need theoretically on a scale from mm. one to twenty. I might need maybe like I might need to be a level four or something ah, like that. Ah, in order to... Great, awesome. Well, there goes my plan. So Brian's plan it is. Well, my plan was using Fritz, but whatever. <laughs> Brian mutters something along the lines of, "I spent three and a half hours building this plan, and you were gonna just have okay, great, fine, all right, wonderful," and just starts lining And then you notice <laughs> he pulls out some papers from this textbook cover that he's now kind of turned into a makeshift pad folio full of all of his oh torn up notes. And there's a Venn diagram that says. The lonely mountain on the left side and then on the right side it says the castle in front of us <laughs> and there's only one thing in the center section of the venn diagram and it just says dragon <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are making your way over and as you're getting closer again you see that the that this castle is up on like an outcropping of rock and it's pretty high but you figure with some work you could possibly try and climb up there, perhaps. Um, but there's also the 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 sewer route that Frederick told you about yesterday. Speaking of, is Frederick anywhere within the vicinity? Have we have, have we have we come across any Frederick tracks? Well, it's been canonically established that he only shovels mud on Tuesdays and Fridays, and today's a Saturday, so. Do we have a calendar accessible, readily accessible? I mean, not really, besides your, I guess your phone, but... Well, you mean the two phones that we have? But yes. Yeah. I post on Sundays. I mean, I don't know what quick that's from. No, Frederick um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm I'm down to get a little, you know... Never mind, I was going to say something that a douchebag would say, but I'm not going to say it. No, no, by all means, Cecil, say it. I'm, I'm down to get a little dirty. <sighs> James walks over to that to the sewer grate and begins <laughs> lifting it up. Okay, uh, James, make a strength check. Oh, I'm gonna fucking fail hard. Wait, w- Wallace, go help him out. Uh, Wallace lumbers over to you and kind of starts nudging it with you. You can make this roll an advantage. Nice. <laughs> Wallace is helpful. Wallace is a good boy. I literally rolled the same fucking six twice. I know that feeling. Uh, yeah, this thing's pretty heavy. You might need to get a bit more help with this. Uh, Victoria's gonna try. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no. (laughs) She goes over, and she, like, looks at it, and she, like, tries to start to lift, and then just goes, nope, never mind. (laughs) I don't want to touch it. Brian stands back and starts thinking of the scroll that he found in the wizard's house. And if I'm doing this correctly, Mm -hmm. (laughs) a mage hand appears before us. Yes. And starts trying to lift the grate. 
Okay, um, roll for the mage hand. <laughs> I'm gonna go up and give the mage hand a little high five, and I'm gonna cast, I don't know, I'm gonna try to cast guidance on the mage, <laughs> on the mage hand. Okay, uh, in addition, both of you guys roll d20s. Okay, great. Five. Okay, 14. Okay. And then the second one was a 16. Okay. Uh, yeah, you guys working together, you you get past the hardest of obstacles, getting the sewer grate off. <laughs> Those things are fucking heavy. We're off to a great start. Yeah, no, they're pretty heavy. They're pretty chunky. But good good job, everyone. That was a great team effort. I like seeing that team effort. I like the I like the, uh, the strengths coming into play. Brian, I see what you're doing. I like that. I want to see more of that. That was really cool. Uh, anyway, I'm jumping down to the sewer. <laughs> Brian gestures for Cecil to lead the way down the sewer. As I pass by, I, I just kind of look at Brian for a brief moment and I'm like, Brian, have you been, have you been working out? I mean, swinging the sword the last couple of days has probably done a lot for your muscle definition. Like, looking, looking fit. I like that. That's good on you, Brian. Keep it up. <laughs> no, okay, I'm going to the sewer. <laughs> Alright, so you guys... That awkward pause needs to stay in there. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You guys jump down into the sewers. Um, I'm slowly, slowly going down. Okay, you guys slowly go down into the sewers. It's probably about a 10-foot climb down. So yeah, you guys climb down, and it's a kind of textbook sewer, you would assume. There's um, weathered brick on the walls. There's mud kind of dripping down and that sort of thing. And um, there's two two rows of walkways on either side where um, a sludgy pretty nasty looking uh, row of water is is going there goes Uh, my white shoes and uh, you guys know that the the castle is to the north of you Um, you guys can start making your way through Um, we probably can't see down here right it's like dim light dim light so so we're not like totally it's not pitch black in the dark. Okay. No. Okay, never mind. Well, okay. I mean, some of us are in the dark, but that's just a character trait. <laughs> right. Of course. So, if... Let's see. If somebody could roll me a d4? Two. Two. All right. So, I'm going to roll on the sewer random encounter table uh, four times. Oh, God. Um, and once you guys get through all four, you will have made your way... What? To the castle. What? So. Alright. So as you guys are making your way through, you're hearing like the dripping around you. And again, Mm -hmm. it smells pretty rank. But you guys, as you're approaching what you assume to be the castle, it slowly starts to slope upward at a slight incline. uh, And then it levels out. And then you guys see that there is a large change in height. Um and the water is now flowing from about 20 feet above you guys. Oh, jeez. And uh, you guys are going to need to figure out a way to get up there. Um, okay. <clears throat> I mean, I'm an athlete. Go for it, Cecil. <laughs> 20 feet? Easy. I cast jump on myself. Of course oh you do. Uh, roll a d20. Natural 20. Okay. Uh, roll two d10s for me. Or a D100? Uh, 47. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, Cecil, as you 
As you touch yourself, you feel this bolstered strength in your muscles. <laughs> no. As you touch your chest, as you touch your chest, as you place Look a guys, hand. Give me like, give me like, give me like 30 seconds to as you, the sewer. As you place a hand. <laughs> as you place a hand atop your chest, you, you feel your muscles tense and, and become a bit more elastic and strong. Um, but then you also feel like this kind of piercing pain in your side and uh after 18 seconds you lose nine hit points <gasps> that's one hell of a cramp there's a cramp yeah you got, you got a cramp <laughs> anyone, anyone got any pickle juice got charlie horse charlie horse <laughs> has he gotten up there? up there yeah no. i mean read jump for me jumping distance is triple okay um well what's your modifier what's your strength modifier negative two <laughs> Jeez, I'm crow. Um, I'll also, as I'm doing this, uh, uh, as I've cast jump on myself, because I was also gonna Achoo! turn into a panther again and jump as a panther, because I, I'm a hoppy boy. Strength is plus two as a as a as a panther. Okay, like what's the base? Fourteen. Actually, no, you won't be able to clear. I'll I'll have you make an athletics check because with four, with a fourteen strength, uh. With a running start, your high jump is five feet off of the ground. So with jump, that's times three. So you can jump fifteen okay. feet in the air. But I'll, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say a DC twelve athletics check to try and okay get most of the way and then scramble your way up there. Andy, I'm using using your D twenty. Oh God, don't put it on me. <laughs> that's a nineteen plus two. All right. <sighs> yep. You use your soft, uh, pliable paws and get a grip and shimmy your way up there. Great. Um, so Victoria is going to watch Cecil do this, and she's going to take out the not sex rope. Uh, okay. Uh, it's and, totally sex rope. And she's going to get enough of it. It's 50 feet, so she'll she'll get a good 30 plus feet. No, it's 10 up. feet. What? No, it's definitely... It was a 10-foot rope. It was 10 feet of rope. No. Why do I have 50... 50 Probably because in D and D Beyond, whatever, fifty feet is the. I mean, I can go back into the audio and check. No worries. Um, so she's just gonna take that and she's gonna try to toss it up so that Panther Cecil can drop it down. I guess. I'm gonna catch it. I'm gonna try and catch it in my mouth. <laughs> okay. Is, is that an acrobatics check or athletics? Just a straight dexterity check. Nope. Ten. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you shimmy it up there and with, with Panther Cecil's help. Great. Pan- yes, Panther Cecil's Arr. help. Ugh, um, he grabs it in his mouth. Okay. So that's now only a ten-foot jump. James, Brian, would we like to give each other a little boost? Sure. Um, Brian walks over to Victoria and, like, puts his hand in a nesting motion so she can put her foot in it. Awesome. Okay, uh, roll an athletics check with advantage. Victoria, if you I mean, oh, if okay. you're the one with that's advantage. being lifted up. Well, that's a natural 20. Yeah. Athletes. You jump and, like, Brian, you start to, like, clasp your hands and try and give the help. But basically, Victoria just, like, steps do, off do, of do. your hands and you basically don't even need to do anything. And she leaps up and shimmies her way up the rope. Great. Brian turns and looks at James. His hands are still in the the nest for his foot. 
You want to be the last to go up? Well, I, I mean, I figure we have the same amount of strength, so really. That's an interesting thing for Brian one. to know off the top of his head. We talked about it earlier. It's oh, canon. okay, great. <laughs> cut to a cut to a flashback sequence of Brian and, and James having an arm so wrestling match and being like, mm, "I think I believe we're easily matched, my friend." Uh, okay, all right. Cool. What does that make you uncomfortable? No, no, that's fine. You seem to have some kind of emotion about it. I really just think we should all be trying to get up. I'd there. rather be the last person. Why? I don't know. Just the thing. That makes absolutely no sense. You want to switch? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Brian, make an athletics check with with advantage. It's a seventeen. Yeah, you uh, you place your foot in James's hands, and he gives a bit of a lift, and you are lofted up there and manage to scramble up the rope. And now James is left at the bottom of this twenty foot ledge. Um. Can I make an acrobatics check to jump off the wall up to yeah, get... Yeah, sure. I'll say, like Mario that shit? I'll say there's like very small chunks of rock that are like jutting out that give you like a very slight foothold. Um, yeah. So you can, with your deft feet, you can try and make Let's it up do there. Let's some awesome legless shit. Let's go. Damn, boy, you got some deft feet. That's gonna be... Man. Even with a, that's a 13. Okay. Uh... You jump, and you kind of are parkouring off of these ledges of, of rock, and right as you get to the last one to jump up to the rope, it crumbles under your feet, and you start to fall back. But then you feel a soft head underneath you that lifts you back up, and you grab the rope, and you see Wallace sitting at the bottom of the ledge. <gasps> I forgot Wallace is five feet tall. That would have been so helpful. And, uh, <laughs> Wallace waves at you as you shimmy your way back up the rope. How do we get Wallace up here? They don't have thumbs. Yeah, they just... <laughs> Wallace, in this noxious setting, seems a bit seems a bit comfortable. He's kind of trotting around. I'll try and speak to him, animal to animal. Yes, my master. Oh my god. Uh, hang out here for a little bit. Um, I don't know, make yourself comfy. We'll be back in a little bit. We're gonna go kill a dragon, or whatever, so... Fuck, you're killing a dragon? Yeah, no, I'll tell you, I'll tell you all about it while it's so we'll Oh shit, out. dude, I can't wait to hear about that. That sounds badass. If Fritz comes back, um, tell him we'll be back in a little bit. Okay, okay. If he doesn't come back. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, sounds good. I'll have, just... you, have you met Fritz? Do you guys, like, know each other in there? No, no I mean, I, I just kind of appeared about an hour ago so i don't really know much cool cool <laughs> cool well yeah hang out like, uh yeah okay yeah i'll i'll uh i'll, I'll catch you a, need some food or I'll, I'll catch a game down here see if i can find a tv or something like that and just just chill yeah there might be a fridge around here somewhere yeah who knows i don't think they're really gonna care if you raid their fridge that's so. fair yeah yeah all right uh i guess i'll catch you later peace out bro peace Oh you guys, you guys see Wallace just kind of turn and trot off down the sewer. We just hear this like weird squeaking and this like cat noises back Absolutely. and forth. One hundred percent. Yeah. So you guys made it through your first one. Let's Ooh. see what's next. Panther Cecil hands you back your, your oh, rope. Oh yeah, she she, she yeah. she's gonna wrap up her rope and sling it over her shoulder and kind of tie it. It's got a little bit of panther slime on the end of it, but Whatever. other than that, it's okay. What a phrase. 
Panther slime. Panther slime. A little bit of panther like, slime. Just a tad. Just a tad. It's my, it's my next band slime name. for the guy panther. who just touched himself. <laughs> so, you guys <laughs> <laughs> made your way to the top of the ledge and uh, turn and continue down the twisting hallways. <laughs> and as you're walking, you can feel that the ground's getting a little bit more grimy, a little bit slicker. Um, and you guys are walking. I need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. Sixteen. Sixteen. Oh. E. Great. That's a. That's a six. Six. Uh, twenty. Twenty. Natural twenty Seven. or just just dirty twenty? No, it's not natural. Dirty. It's a. It was dirty. a fifteen. Dirty twenty. Dirty, 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 dirty twenty. Twenty little dirty down. Little dirty twenty down at the grind sewer. Covered little sewer twenty. nasty. Little sewer twenty. What the hell is going on? <laughs> anyway, Cecil is tumbling down. Uh, so yes. So back to the matter at hand. You guys are walking, and you suddenly see Cecil and Brian's legs split, and they fall and start to slide down. The slope that you guys uh, I'm gonna are try on to grab and him. towards the water. Uh, okay. I'm still a panther. Yes, um, you are. I'm gonna use as much of my climbing speed and um, okay, like dig your closet. Try and stop and um, dig my claws in. Yeah. Okay, make an athletics well, check. Panther Cecil does that. Can Victoria simultaneously take the rope, which she has had still slung and tied to her? Yep. yep. Can she mm-hmm. lasso and try to like? Get it around, get it around his like around his like neck or an arm or something to like. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happens when you move from LA to Texas. Yeah, basically. Does Brian get a reaction? What do you want to try and do? I want to try and dig my dagger in the ground in front of me. Okay. Um. All right. So Brian, make an attack roll, and Cecil make an athletics check. All right. Cool. Nine. Okay. Okay, 15. Okay, so, Brian, you rolled a 15, and you stick your dagger in and are sliding down, and just as you're about to hit the water, you stop. You're still about 10 feet down from everybody else, but you have managed to stop. Cecil was not so lucky. Uh, Victoria, roll an athletics check. Athletics, okay. Like a cat in a bathtub. Yeah, exactly. That's a natural 20, so that's a 23. <gasps> you you fashion this so quickly and mm-hmm. toss it, and it floats and settles perfectly down around Cecil's neck. Oh, I want to get it, like, if I can, because so, I don't want to choke him, it'll it'll be kind of like a, like, around a leg. Like a sash? Yeah, kind of like a sash. And she's just It gonna... settles down like a best in show yes. right around Cecil, and he... And is paused right at Great. right before he hits the water next to Brian, who's hanging by a dagger. Great. All right, I'll help. I'll help pull him back in, reel him back in. Okay, make a make another athletics check with okay. advantage. With advantage. Yeah, <gasps> Cecil's kind of pull himself back up. So another natural twenty. So for twenty. <laughs> you guys all see the 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 muscles and tendons in Victoria's arm, just like tense and just with his herculean strength just pulls this panther right up onto the ledge and cecil just kind of drags up like a cat that you just pick up by the front and just kind of is dragged along the grind and uh brian how are you trying to get up 
Um, is Cecil like hanging above me? Like, are we in reach of C- each other? Cecil is- Grab my tail! I, I, Grab my I'll, tail! I'll say Cecil is- since, since Victoria rolled a natural 20, as Cecil passes by you, you can reach, reach your hand out and grab Cecil by the tail and just kind of be pulled up by him. So yeah, and James, as you're standing behind, you just see Victoria lug these two up, the, up this giant ledge and back onto the walkway. If Cecil could talk, he'd say, that was hot. <laughs> and it's thank goodness Cecil can't talk right now. Yep. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, you guys have made it through that one. Let's see what's next. So, you guys make your way up here and you can again, you can feel that the that you're the the walkway that you're on is slowly inclining upwards, so you're like, okay, we're going up this mountain outcropping. So, you know you're going the right way. But as you turn the corner, you see that the walkway widens so that the water is narrower. But as you turn the corner, you see this giant, slimy humanoid walking towards you. Uh, pass without a trace. Dirty, dirty sewer man. Roll, um, roll initiative. Oh, damn it. Okay. I just, I, I, I want to see if you get this off before he notices okay. you. Okay. All right. It's not great. Nine. Okay, yeah. So you start to reach your hand out, but you see this giant, slimy humanoid look at you. And kind of nod its head and say, "Milady, uh, everyone, roll for initiative." Oh, oh. <laughs> no, um, Victoria, you already rolled yours. Six, fourteen, ten. Great, Milady, gross. I was really hoping y'all would encounter this. This is just for flavor because technically a giant slime is this giant gelatinous cube. Oh no! But it, it, that is not what this is. I find it so much funnier that it's just this. Giant, literally slimy guy. So, this giant slime is going to go first. And uh, as you guys round the corner, he kind of scuttles his way over to you. And he is going to use his acid spray. No. Um, And he's going to sneeze all over you guys. Everyone make a dexterity check. Or dexterity saving throw. Oh, oh. 10, 18, 16, 11. All right. Uh, so Cecil and Victoria, you are taking full damage. Brian and James, you take half of this. So that is 14 damage for full. I'm unconscious. Fuck. So yeah, uh, Cecil falls unconscious. Oh, no, 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 no. Your panther falls unconscious. Oh, yeah, that's right. So you're still, pa- so you're, you're, you're still conscious. There you go. Uh, so yeah, uh, Victoria and Cecil, you take 14 points. Yep. Uh, Brian and James take seven. That's math. Um, and as he sneezes, you see this slime splatter all over you guys. But then as as it does, it climbs back together and a smaller version of him comes together. <laughs> Here, m'lady. Uh, and no. I'm going to so fucking kill are... this guy. <laughs> Two of them. What? Two of them. But you can tell you can tell that after this sneeze, he is significantly uh, less strong than he was. Mechanically, he halved his hit points. And now there are two of them. Correct. Okay. Cecil, it's your turn. Um, bonus action. I'm going to healing word. Okay. And as you heal, roll a d20. Okay, it's not bad. Seven hit points back. Nice. 
and d20, uh, natural one. Okay, roll a d100 uh, for me. 18. Great. Uh, you heal yourself, but then you feel this bolstering of strength, and that spell slot comes back. Hallelujah. Okay, cool. Had you expended any other spell slots? Yes, because I had done, I had, I had jumped as well. Okay, uh, yeah, you regained that one as well. Oh, awesome. I'm just going to start rolling 18s on those D100s from now on. I'm just going to do that. Okay, so for my action then, let's just, I'm going to yell out, let's just run, and I'm going to, that's you. I'm going to turn back into a panther, and I'm going to use the full 50 feet, and nice. I'm going to like parkour off the wall and move to the other side. Okay, uh, roll an uh, acrobatics check for me. 15. You, uh, yeah, you managed to scoop skirt around them <laughs> where, where are you going uh as, away from you as you meow meow all right that takes us to james's turn i'm going to shoot the original okay roll to attack with my new fingerless glove there yeah. you go it gets it's an extra 5d6 cool points <laughs> 11 that just hit are these slimes by chance wearing fedoras? Yes, they are absolutely. Of course they are. Ew. Which is sad, because I used to wear fedoras. I'm a nice guy, I swear. Four. Four? Okay. It sticks in and then slowly just kind of like dissolves inside of him. But it definitely mm. did some damage. Oh, what the fuck? Victoria, your turn. Okay. As my bonus action, healing word. Okay. I'll do that at a second level. And roll a d20. Three. Okay, roll for healing. That like really sucks. Bummer. Yeah, right. Um, and then we're gonna try it. So she's gonna whip out her pistol and mm-hmm. aim it at the one that's far away, and she's gonna use a stinging sharp shot. Ooh. All right. We're gonna see if it works. It's got an anime attack name. So this is a bit of a homebrew class that uh, that Andy and I created together. Uh, called College of the Sharpshooter, um, which is kind of a mix of bard and a bit of gunslinger class as well. Mm-hmm. So yes, she is going to use a wit point. My aim is as sharp as my wit. Let's go. Oh, she's been right. She's been waiting to say <laughs> yes, that. Yes, I have. Yep. You're 100 <laughs> waiting for a long time. All right, that's a 12 to hit. So that just hits. All right, which sharp shot were you using? Stunning. All right, so roll for damage, and. He is going to make a wisdom saving throw. Six damage. Okay, six damage. Uh Uh-huh. This thing is looking pretty hurt, and he fails his saving throw, so he is stunned until your next turn. Yes, he is! Now that he's stunned, uh, I'm going to take my full movement. Okay. Um, That is going to provoke an attack of opportunity for the one that's in front of you. Go for it. Bring it. He fails. Uh, Yeah, he does! Why are you running away from me? What the Uh, hell? You're disgusting! And she's just gonna run. <laughs> Why do girls always like the bad boys? Um, okay, so. Uh, Why do guys only want bitchy <laughs> Brian, it's your turn. Okay, um, so I'm gonna take my dagger. Okay. And just like throw it at the original one. Okay. I'm aiming for dead in the middle of his blob face. Okay. Uh, roll to attack. His blob, blob face. face. Well, <laughs> it, was, it was a one, so we're, we're going really well. Yeah, you, you fling it. A natural and it, one. It's just about to hit his blob face, but then, whoom, takes off his fedora. 
Oh man, that's a that's a that's a collector's item. What the fuck? Um, and you missed. Is there anything else you want to do? Yes. Um. Oh wait, sorry. No, actually, roll that one more time because since he's stunned, you have advantage on the attack. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Well, that was a five. So. Yep. There goes that fedora. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I start running towards the small one, trying to get behind it, like trying to circle behind it. Okay. Um, cool. That takes us back to the slime's turn. The first one is stunned, and the second one will try and whip around and hit you. Actually, it's going to roll to see if it gets its acid spray back. It does not. Yes. So that, he is going to attack you. Who's you? Brian. Okay, okay. Uh, he is going to miss. I, I swear, I can usually hit you, you guys, okay? This is just like an off day for me, okay? <laughs> uh, and that is Cecil's turn. No, okay. I mean, I, I guess I can come and help. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna use my full movement and I'm gonna run back to the one that James is attacking. Okay. Why are you guys ganging up on me? What the fuck? <laughs> I just wanted to, I just wanted to hang out on 4chan. I'm gonna bite him. Ooh, 18 plus 4, 22 to hit. That'll do it. So it's gonna be, okay, five points of piercing damage as I, I just right. bite off like it's a, like it's jello. Five damage. Yeah, this thing is looking right fucked up. That is James's turn. Finish him, James. Come on. Yeah, I was gonna yeah take another shot. Um, All right, roll for it. Twenty-three. Yes, you <laughs> hit this guy. Yeah, roll for damage. <laughs> wow. Um, nine. Nine, yeah, you you get the point that Brian had been aiming for earlier, and boom, just nailed this guy right through the face, and oh, and he slithers down into the water and dies. Uh, but you still have Metal. this other one that is at full half health. Victoria, you're up. Go back to parlor, douchebag. <laughs> QAnon. <laughs> so he's stunned until the start of your next turn, so he, so I wouldn't have advantage on this, right? Yes, correct. Okay. I've, I've run past him. I swing back mm-hmm. around, and I'm going to take one more shot at him. Okay. Roll for attack. That's a 15 to hit. That'll hit? Yep. And that is 10 points of damage. Wow. Yeah, you knock this dude, and he is looking the worst for wear. Oh, man. Girls are just always going to break your heart. Ow. Um, Brian, that's your turn. I'm going to try and fake him out and i'm gonna go wow you're really good at this high five bro and go in for a high five <laughs> when we high five <laughs> what i want to happen uh-huh. is when we high five i wrap my hand around his blobby arm and just pull him down okay nice. roll for persuasion <laughs> okay that's a 16 he rolled a 14 minus two. So he goes, <laughs> yeah, you look like you've been burned by women before too. Brothers for life. And he gives you a high five. Uh, roll a grapple check. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Incels gotta look out for each other. Uh, he rolled a natural 20. Oh uh, no. So he grips your hand. He says, we're going to be friends for life, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
and he just holds you fast there. Oh, Great, no. we're just gonna hang out here. I'll be here with the misogynist if anyone needs me. <laughs> and uh, that is the misogynist's turn. <laughs> it's his name now. <laughs> and he uh, regains his acid spray. Um, oh no. But he's not gonna use it on you because you're bros now. Uh, he goes, all right, uh, well, I'm gonna deal with these guys. Uh, and turns and <laughs> sneezes in, yeah, Victoria and Cecil's direction. Great. Lose my wild shape again. Roll a dex check. Okay. Saving throw? Saving throw, Ooh. yes, sorry. Uh, uh, 21. 22. All right, it's not a competition. Yes, it is. Everything is a competition. You guys both pass, uh, but he rolled an 18, so you both take nine damage. As you do, the particles... <laughs> slither back together and uh, come back to another another smaller one. You should come hang out at my place. I have a sweet bachelor pad. Uh, Cecil, it's your turn. So now there's two. Great. Two rough misogynists. Uh, hey man, I respect women as long as they do what I what I want them to. Uh, kill him! Kill him! Kill him! Kill him! Kill him! Let's go! <laughs> let's go! I leap! I leap onto the onto the closest one, and I just start tearing into it. All right, roll to attack. It's an eleven. Roll for damage. Okay, six points of piercing damage as I uh, yeah, nom into that bad boy. Tear this thing apart, and uh, he dies. Oh! Oh <laughs> gosh! Who's the pussy now? I hate it when girls have boyfriends. Oh, what the fuck! Um, and, uh... <laughs> the exact opposite of the Brobolds. Yes! Yes! <laughs> 100%. James, that's your turn. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna sh- uh, take a shot at him as well. There you go. Legolas in the corner. Take him down. Yeah, just... <laughs> James has just stood in one spot this entire time and just constantly been <laughs> pulling out arrows. Uh, that was a natural 20, so... Oh, yes. Roll those, roll those 2d8 for me, baby. That's gonna be... 14. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck, yes. James, you uh you finish this guy off. Show your work. How do you want to do it? <gasps> yes. I'm <laughs> so dumb. I'm going to do what I um uh, like leap leap off of the wall for no reason. Of course. Um, just just for just it's to your show signature off. move now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to put right leg on the sewer wall and yep. leap up and as I'm in the air, I'm going to Yeah. Shoot him. Yeah, you parkour off of this wall and you nail him right through the heart like every girl has in his life. And he goes, oh, I'm brokenhearted again. (laughs) He slithers down to the ground and into the water. And you guys have finished him off. Victoria's just standing there with admiration in her eyes for James. (laughs) And she slow claps, but like genuinely. James is women's right. (laughs) Cool. Brian um, pulls out his Venn diagram, and on the right side, under the castle in front of us, he writes misogynist blobs. <laughs> and then he Another just one slowly, to add to the he pile. Slowly, he slowly folds it back into the textbook cover and puts it into his backpack and sighs and just out loud says, we're getting further from my experience. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So you guys continue on. And I'm going to roll your last encounter check. All right. You guys are walking along. Um, and you walk past a grate uh, and you smell something rank. Everyone roll a constitution saving throw for me. Oh, jeez. Well, <laughs> bye, guys. It was nice knowing you. Hey, natural 20. 
17. Hey. I got a two from a natural yes. one. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, nine. Okay, yeah. Uh, James and Brian are a bit too close to the grate, and this just absolute rank smell hits you right in the face, and you guys are both now poisoned. Wait. Oh. Hold, please. Hold, please. <sighs> You're immune to a disease, not poison. I, I know. I had to check. <laughs> <laughs> I play a paladin myself. I do it all the time. <laughs> I understand. Wait a minute. So uh, you guys now have disadvantage on attack rolls and, and ability checks until you are healed. Real quick question. Can cure wounds take that away? I believe you would need something like lesser restoration or lay on hand. I have it, not, but it's not prepared. Oh, no. Bummer. Well, uh, while we are doing this, Victoria is going to cast Cure Wounds on herself at second okay. level. Um, so Brian feels absolutely horrendous and <laughs> just, like, puts his hand to his head to try to, like, stabilize his senses and yep. then starts to stumble a little bit and also puts his hand on... <laughs> Great, so it's an accident. I appreciate James's it. shoulder. <laughs> That's uh, very on to Brian. Stabilize himself, <laughs> and Great. is just is just thinking to himself that he really wishes that he could fix this. Yeah, your your intense need for getting rid of this uh, just overwhelms you, and um, you expend uh, ten of your lay on hands pool, and you guys are no longer. Yay! Shout out to paladins everywhere. Cool. So you guys, you're personally biased. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you guys make your way up this incline, past this poisonous smell, uh, and you see a grate above you um, that is sort of the end of this sewer line, and you can only assume that you are underneath the castle. Panther Cecil is going to hop onto the ladder first. Victoria tries to make it to the ladder first. I use my superior speed. Roll an initiative check. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not going to get that. Yeah, that's 21. Yeah, he makes it. Yeah, Cecil bounds over there and climbs up the ladder. As a panther. Yeah, you can, and you can see that this sewer grate is already like nudged a little bit to the side, so you can kind of get kind it of out of the way. Get my little, my little snoot. Little snoot and poke your little get nose my up little, there. My and little cat snoot and move it, up, move it over. Nudge it aside. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to very stealthily try and peek up. And okay. above the sewer grate. So yeah, you poke your head up and you can see that this is probably some sort of washroom, you would assume. Um, that kind of drains down into the sewer grate. Uh, and you can hear some like growls and voices off into the distance, but they're relatively far from this room right now. I'm going to move the grate en enough to where I can hop up. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to poke my head down and I'm just going to like do the a very the, the tiniest of little Victoria's gonna go ahead and start up the ladder. So is Brian. So you guys all you guys all come up the ladder and you guys are now you've infiltrated this castle, uh, and you are surrounded by the, again, it is sort of in ruins at this point. So you can see kind of mossy stone, um uh, some crumbling rock here and there. Um, it's, it's a lot more open air than you would expect, but you guys kind of poke your head out and you hear these voices and you slowly start to creep your way along. Um, 
And Cecil, as you poke your panther head around the corner, you arrive at this courtyard area, and there is a mound of treasure that is littering this courtyard. And Cecil, as you, as you look, you can also see that there are a ton of these kobolds that are kind of skittering their way about and crawling around. And you see a few a few more monsters that are walking around um, that seem similar to the kobolds, but a bit bigger and a bit more scale-like and uh, lizard-like that are kind of walking around as well. And as you're looking around, you can see that on the other end of this corridor, there does appear to be a stairway that winds upwards to what you could assume is the tower. Brian stares at the mountain of treasure, pulls out his Venn diagram, and in the center part next to where it says dragon, he writes mound of treasure, puts the Venn diagram back in his backpack and has his hands up through his hair (laughs) and is truly going through a moral crisis right now. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, is stare is like scanning through the pile of treasure and making sure there's no notable pieces of jewelry lying in the middle of it. Uh, roll a perception check. That's a 14. Okay. Um, you see there's, there's like a lot of jewelry, nothing that looks too out of place. Uh, but as you're scanning, you do see what appears to be the ashen remains of a halfling buried in this treasure. Oh my god. For the first time. Brian has never experienced this before. A tear falls from (laughs) his left eye. And he wipes it away, stares at his hand, and just slowly puts his hood up. (laughs) How far away is that staircase? It's about 20 feet. 20 feet. And would we have to move through the courtyard or or was that no that you would have to move through like past the entrance of the courtyard okay so if you're not quick enough or stealthy enough or provide some sort of distraction or something like that you might be spotted but yeah you wouldn't have to go through the courtyard to get there stealth seems like a, a valid option at the moment yeah um victoria's kind of scrambling through some of her stuff and as she does that you guys see like a partially burnt sage bundle like fall out of her bag and she's like then grabs it and puts it back away and mutters under her breath something about her mom and she's casting pass without a trace okay in addition roll a d20 for me 16 cool so yeah you guys smell this sage around this area and you almost feel like this silence settle around you for a second. Um, and you guys now have a plus 10 to your stealth check. Yeah. Cecil Panther's gonna... You're gonna sneak across? Start moving towards... Okay. Uh, the staircase. Cool. Stealthily and quickly. I'm gonna have you guys all roll, um, and I'm going to average your rolls together. Uh, and then I'm going to do the same for this collection of kobolds and such. I was going to try one other thing to create a distraction. Okay. Feel free. Would you say one of those lizard people or the kobolds is within about 30 feet of me? Yeah. I'd say there's probably a kobold or two that's kind of skittering around and okay. staring at this treasure longingly. Let me know if this works or not. I don't know. Um, Victoria gets just a glint in her eye and looks at one of them and whispers something underneath her breath. 
and she's gonna cast Tasha's hideous laughter and try to get one of them to just start laughing out loud. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I see no reason why that couldn't work. Okay, great. What does he have to do? Roll it like a wisdom save? Yeah, wisdom it's only wisdom save of ten, but um it'll okay. last a minute. Cobalts are notoriously not very wise. Okay. He's got a minus two to wisdom, oh, so come on. Fuck, he rolled a nat twenty. Oh. Um, I'm sorry. Okay. And also roll a D twenty for me as well. Eighteen. Cool. So yeah, you unfortunately fail to make this kobold laugh. All right. All right. Uh, you guys want to roll your stealth checks? And everyone has plus ten to your stealth check. Everyone's got a plus ten. Yeah. Fifteen. Twenty-two. Thirty-six. What? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yes. I got. I got thirty. Yes. Yeah, it was a, n- a natural twenty for me. If you want to factor oh that, my into gosh. Your little yes. math. Okay, Thirty-six plus thirty. Your little, your little math over there. 22. Okay, so y'all y'all's average y'all's average stealth was twenty six. Jeez, the word <laughs> Their average perception was. Right, we might as well be wearing um, the one ring. Let's see. Shut up. <laughs> Their average perception was uh, six and a half. So we're invisible. <laughs> you guys basically stroll across, um, and the cobalt that you had tried to talk to, yeah, Victoria turns to one beside. Wait, what? What? What'd you say? I didn't say anything. What'd you say? What? No, you fucking said something to me. I know you said something. And they start to get into like yes. a little fight and the other ones start going around. Fight, 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 fight. And so there's just this fight ring of lizard men and kobolds now as you guys just kind of stroll past and okay, all right. <laughs> and uh, you guys make your way up the stairs. Uh, and as you're walking, it's a classic spiraling staircase. Yeah, it is. Um, but surrounded by this crumbling rock and fading architecture. And as you arrive... You, you come to what you would assume is the room that this dragon is constantly checking in on, and you're greeted by this ornate stone door, and it feels a bit out of place in the ruins that it's surrounded by. It has, like, this ornamental kind of curved uh, stone working on it uh, that are forming these really beautiful patterns, um, but it seems a bit strange to you. Uh, and everybody roll me a perception. Well. <laughs> okay, cool. 19. Uh, 19. 13. I'm motherfucking six, so. <laughs> so Victoria, Cecil, and James are looking at the store and analyzing it, whereas Brian is now sitting against the wall and very frustrated, and he's like, fuck, I, there's first a hoard of treasure, like in The Hobbit, and now there's a fucking ornate stone door, like in the fucking Fellowship of the Ring, God damn it, uh, and muttering unto himself <laughs> off to the side. Um, and the three of you notice, as you get close to the door, it feels like a bit colder, than the rest of the castle has been. And Cecil and James in particular, you guys can you guys notice that there's like a small metal slat off to the side of the door. Similar to if like a prisoner is in like solitary confinement and they like slide food through the slat. It's similar to something like that. Dang it. Yeah, too bad you use all your wild shape. Dang it! <laughs> guys, we gotta go find a place to hang out for an hour. Speaking of, don't forget that you guys have your snuggle, your your hey, recuddle monsters. I have not forgotten. If you guys want to recover some health or some spell slots, actually, oh yeah, you can recover spell slots. Yeah. Okay, Victoria's sitting here. She's she's gone ahead. She's just plopped down. She's got her journal out. Yep. As she's rifling through her stuff, the the unicorn head like pokes out of her bag. And she, she grabs it and she's holding on to it, and she's kind of she's sketching and drawing and taking notes on this door. 
Um, so you want to recover spell slot? I do. Cool. Uh, roll a d6 for How me. How does... Just... Okay, just one d6. Okay. Don't fail me. Three. Okay, so you can either recover three first-level spell slots, a, a second-level spell slot, and a first-level spell slot, that kind of thing. So. Okay. I forget if you, if you, if you had said, was there a, a handle or any sort of locking mechanism? Um, not that you can see. It looks more like a door that you would have to just push. It. I mean, I put up two paws. Uh, all right, roll a... And I try and just push. Roll an athletics check. Come on, strunk boy. This is a heavy-ass door. Try try to push against it, and then I, like, it's not working, and I try and turn it into a stretch. <laughs> Big stretch. Just kind of stretching those, stretching those panther hamstrings, getting that Charlie horse yeah. Brian stands up from against the wall where he had been crouching, and his um, muttering to himself, and he puts his hood down and brushes himself off and goes, Okay, just deal with what's in front of you. Just deal with what's in front of you, right? Yeah, okay, great. And he walks up to the door and tries to see if he can peer through the slot. Okay. Roll a another perception check. That's a 20. A dirty 20. All right. Um, you can see inside, and it it seems to be a bedroom of sorts. It's sort of bare bones. It's kind of a bed. You can see that there's some, like, plates off in the corner that you would assume have been eaten off of. You don't really see much else. There's, I mean, there's, like, a mirror, and there's what you would assume is like a closet off to the side but you can't can i see anything like like if i'm looking at the mirror can i see it reflecting any more of the other side of the room no it's like off on the side so it's like reflecting this way it's not on this way reflecting towards you okay does it look like the bed has been slept in or is it is it yeah it looks like a pretty it looks like a pretty messy bed okay is there a window Yes, there's a window, but you can see that it's covered with, um, like, iron slats. Okay. So I stand back from the door and relay what I just saw to the team. I'm gonna... (sighs) Hey, guys. Uh, Hey, Cecil. What's the deal with this door? Do we need to lift it, or...? I think I think we push it. Is it a push in or pull open kind of door? It is a push in. It is a push in. <laughs> you notice after you notice after fifteen minutes that there's just a pull sign next to you. No, it's a push in door. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast detect magic. Okay. Uh, roll a d20 for me. Natural one. Oh. Roll a d100 for me. Thirty-five. Uh, roll a d10 for me. I lose ten hit points. Eight. You gain eight hit points. <gasps> Oh, wow, the tables have turned. The table giveth and the table taketh away. Yes. Uh, yeah, and you don't detect any magic. Well, I'm not okay. detecting any magic. Um. <laughs> what if we all push together? Yeah. Who's, I mean, I know I'm, the, you know, who besides me is the strongest in the I'm group? sorry, Cecil, did I not just pull you in panther form and Brian up from a slippery, like, ledge? I, I, she did, I was there. Okay, good. So I'm glad that we've established that besides me, Victoria's the strongest in the group. She's adjusting her leather jacket, so she's like got a little extra room to like okay. flex, and she's gonna go up to the door and look at the rest of the guys like, after all of you? Hold up, hold up. I'm gonna put my hand on your shoulder, Victoria, and I'm gonna be like, remember, strength comes from God. She slaps her hand off. <laughs> uh, I'm casting enhance ability, full strength, so you have advantage on strength checks. Okay. And your carrying capacity doubles. Amazing. And roll a d20 for me. Oh boy. 
14. We're good. Okay, you're good. You're We're good. good. We're good. Okay, uh, roll a athletics check for me. And I'm also gonna try and help with... Okay. <laughs> 12. That was with advantage? Yes. Yeah, this thing's a heavy-ass door. Shit. But again, as you're pressing, you can feel that there's this intense cold on the other side. And you you feel like this dripping coming from above as the, the moss that's on this door, like the frost is kind of melting very slightly. <sighs> Dang it. Okay, okay, okay. Oh my god. I hate this door so much. Um, I do too. Um, I'm gonna try, because we, we want to find out what's on the other side of this. Yeah. So, I'm gonna trust you guys. Uh-oh. That's a mistake. When I put on this ring of diamond defense, I need y'all to use me... <laughs> To burst down this door. Okay. Because uh, um, it's a diamond. No, it's diamond. It's stronger than anything. So that's... Wait, so you're saying you're going to turn into a massive hunk of diamond and you want us to use you as a battering ram. Okay, okay. Yeah, like diamond is strong and everything, but what if, just what if, because we don't really know how this works, what if you just crumble into pieces and you're dead? Well, that mm-hmm. sounds like it's worth a risk. Brian. What? I mean, logically, do you have another way to get out of this? Victoria's just like, ugh, and she sits down really quick, and she's, she starts meditating like her mom has taught her, and she's just sitting there. She lights up a Gwyneth Paltrow vagina candle. Yes, she does. Um, No, she's sitting there, and she's meditating, and she's just thinking like, okay, it's cold. Maybe it's stuck because of ice, and she's like meditating on ice and warmth, and all of a sudden, flames appear in Victoria's hands. What the what Brian, the fuck? What the fuck? Brian hits the ground. <laughs> oh my, Stop drop and roll. Oh my God. Stop drop and roll. Oh my God. Stop drop and roll. And she's like trying to pat it out and it doesn't go out, but she's like, it doesn't hurt. Um, okay. All right. And she's gonna- And roll a d20 for me. Okay. 15. Okay. She's gonna go up to the door. She's gonna test it out on the moss to see if it like burns some of the frost on the moss. Yeah, it it, okay. it cools it it cools it down. <laughs> okay. It, it heats it up and it starts dripping. Okay. And then what she's gonna do is she's just gonna like put her hands together on the door and she's gonna try to like hurl the flame. Okay. It's just it's just um, produced flame cantrip, but it says I can make a ranged yeah. spell attack. Yeah, you can throw it. Okay, yeah. So you you throw it against this door yeah. and it kind of spreads out and uh, catches up the side of it. And it catches some of the moss and it starts to burn. And you hear this creaking on the other side. <gasps> and the moss kind of burns away. Um, and you get the sense that whatever is on the other side of this door burns some. But uh, you might need something to knock this door down at this point. Okay. It's going to be easier. Put the ring on. Okay, James, put okay. the ring on. James, put the ring on. <sighs> Brian, <laughs> Brian pulls out his Venn diagram and in the middle just writes magical ring. <laughs> so puts it back in his backpack. So James puts this ring on, and he turns into this diamond statue, uh, and you guys can use him to batter down oh the door. God. Okay, that's that's right. up to Cecil and Brian. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say make an attack roll with advantage, with a plus six. Okay. Okay. Brian walks over to start to pick up James's body, and at the same time, 
continues saying out loud, this better work, this better work, this better work. And I'm going to cast Bless. Okay. Which also means that with this attack roll, we can roll a d4 and add that yes. on top. Great. All right. Uh, and roll a d20 before you make this attack roll. 16. And now roll a d20 plus 6 plus a d4. With, with, with advantage. 27. You guys lift up James oh as he's God. in this frozen position of putting this ring on. Cecil's side of, of James is uh, a little bit lower. <laughs> Victoria steps out to the side and you guys ram forward and this door and you hear this crackling on the other side as this door bursts down and ice shards go everywhere around you as you burst into this room. Oh my gosh. All right, all right, take uh, take the ring off of James. I didn't. Oh yeah, I take I take James's ring off. <laughs> it worked, James. That was great. It worked. Look. Because <laughs> I don't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria like peeks in the room. Okay, Victoria, as you peek into the room and you're like, James, it worked. It worked. You hear this whooshing behind you, and. You guys see this figure drop from above the doorway onto Victoria. <gasps> and Victoria, you hear, what the fuck do you want with me? And with that, class is dismissed. No! <laughs> you son of a gun. Holland Dragons is Andy Dinehart as Victoria Hightower. Danielle Grisco is Brian Tolkien. Brandon Lindsay is Cecil McNamara. Jackson Pounds is James Malden. And myself, Riley Wesson, as your DM. Thanks so much for listening to this session of D Holland Dragons, our 10th session. Crazy. Look at us. Come on. Double digits. All right. I'd love to see that. If you enjoyed this session, please leave us a review on iTunes or share us on social media with the hashtag DHDpodcast. That's DHD. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's your spelling lesson for the day. Our theme music is Sonic Pogo by Vans of Japan. Other music can be found in the episode description. And our artwork is done by the incredibly talented Carlina Alvarez. Check out her stuff in the description as well. Until next time, no matter how much people insist on it, class rank really doesn't matter except for trying to get into school. So at the end of the day, just enjoy your own high school life and do your thing. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Oh, Riley, I'm sorry. Could you could you give us the nasty dirty twenty as as uh, Gollum, please? Nasty dirty twenty. There we go. There we go. Great. Uh, so <laughs> I'm good at impressions. What the fuck can I say? <laughs> Wow. So, so so far we've learned you think you're attractive and you're good at impressions. This this man is a catch, ladies. You guys have literally attention. been constantly saying that I'm good at impressions. <laughs> like every session I make some animal impression. You're like, yes. that was really good. Wow. Yes. You make a good goat sound. What can I say? <laughs> so I don't know if there's some furry ladies out there who are looking for a Get guy. The <laughs> Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of here. Gosh. Yes. Listen, are we're not any, here to king shit. Are there any are there any goat women out there? Oh, there are definitely goat women out there. Stop it. <laughs> I don't like this bit anymore. I don't like this bit anymore. <laughs>